0: Hello, and welcome to Excuse My ADHD, a podcast for adults with or who think they may have ADHD. I'm your host, Jeanette, and this is my journey. Hello, and welcome to Excuse My ADHD, episode number 15, Authorized Generics versus Generics, Part 1. I'm your host Jeanette and I'm navigating ADHD one distraction at a time. In today's episode, I want to recap the medications that I've tried and give you some more information about them and what they are, how they work. And then lastly, I want to dive into what is an authorized generic and how it is absolutely not the same thing as a generic drug. So this is going to be maybe a two to three part series that I'm going to do because there's just so much information you need to know. And I don't want to just make it one long, never ending episode you get bored with. And a lot of the information will apply to more than just ADHD medications. So you can share it with anyone. And the last part is going to be basically me explaining to you how you can go about asking for the authorized generic because it's kind of a complicated process and there's a lot of information you need to know and a lot of places that you have to go to look for information. So I'm going to have a lot of links and um, some infographs for you and just a lot of information in the show notes. But in the meantime, if you are a first-time listener, thanks for tuning in. And if you are a returning listener, thanks for coming back. This episode is a long time coming. I have been working on it in my head and on paper in one way or another since October-ish. As you know, or maybe you don't, if this is your first time listening, I've been on this medication roller coaster for a while and it's been a struggle. I think many of you all know too well how annoying, irritating, and frustrating trying to find the medication for you can be. I had hoped that the pharmacogenemic testing would help narrow the options for me to make it easier. Okay, I really hoped it would lead me straight to the medication that would be it for me so I wouldn't have to go through all of this trial and error. The whole process has just been exhausting. With all the work I've done to find, fingers crossed, the one that works, it disgusts me that anyone could think this diagnosis is fake or made up. Or just turpitude. Sorry, I know. Um, I don't know where that word came from. It just popped in my head and I like it. So lesson for the day, it means immorality. And basically, yes, I had to look it up to make sure I wasn't making the word up myself. Why would anyone put so much energy into finding not a cure, obviously, but something to help if it wasn't real? If we didn't really struggle on our own. I mean, I wouldn't go through all of the hoops that you have to jump through to take the stimulants. There's no way. It's not worth it. But I jump through my hoops because I need my medication. So, let's start with the PSA. I want to make sure that I make this disclaimer very clear before I go into this episode. I am not a medical professional of any kind. I'm not promoting any of the medications I have taken. Nor would I suggest that any of the ones I have tried are the best ADHD medication for anyone. A medication may be the best for me, but I'm one person with my own individual set of DNA and medical history that my doctor and I have referred to before making any decisions to try any of the medications I talk about. You have to speak to your doctor and take into account any medications you're on, your medical history all of that before taking any new medication, not just ADHD meds. I would also like to suggest carefully reading the possible side effects and look for any contradictions with your current medications. Uh, If you don't know in medicine, contradictions means a factor that serves as a reason to withhold a certain medical treatment due to the harm that it would cause the patient. Like when you see commercials that say, do not take if you are on MAOI or not to take a medication with certain supplements, it's the same type of thing. So I now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Each new med I tried, I hoped, I prayed that it would be the one to help me focus better at work, at home, but each time I was disappointed in one way or another. So let's just recap all the fun that I've had and just get it out of the way the first medication i tried was stratera that's the brand name for adamoxetine it's the only non-stimulant approved for adhd treatment at least that i know of if there are more please let me know i'll post and edit to the show notes um, it works for adhd but why they don't really know the exact but they have guesses Um, It's also an SNRI or selective serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. What this means is that the level of the neurotransmitters, serotonin norepinephrine, (laughs) are increased by blocking them from the reuptake by the nerves. So they come in and then they go back up to the nerves. Well, this keeps it in your system so your brain can use them. A lot of antidepressants are also SNRIs or SSNRIs or SSRIs they you know it could be any combination of them but they all kind of mean the same thing I had to take a pretty high dose for it to be effective I think I was on 80 milligrams by the end of a year being on it it took a while before I started to notice it was working I think I was on 60 milligrams when I started to know a difference about two hours taking it and I've seen a lot of other people have the same issue of being really nauseous what I did figure out was that if I ate breakfast later or had broke breakfast up into two small breakfasts like a piece of toast first thing in the morning and then a sandwich or something breakfast sandwich or you know something else about an hour and a half after taking the medication then I was fine. But if I didn't eat right at about that hour and a half mark then I would get so nauseous. If you're having a problem with the nausea, try that. Try eating something about an hour, an hour and a half after you take it. See if it helps. It might. I don't know. The other issue I had was that I was exhausted, like tired. Not just tired, but just completely drained in the most literal sense. Like I had been drained of all of my energy. Uh, Especially on the weekends, I would get up after like eight hours of sleep and feel like the energy I had when I woke up would just slip out of me. I'd fall asleep on the floor in the playroom when I was supposed to be playing Barbies or a board game with my kids. That just it was not good. So back to the doctor. The doctor gave me Wilbutrin. Um, that's the brand name for bupropion. It is an antidepressant used to treat major depression, major depressive disorder, seasonal affective disorder. And um, it's also a pharmacotherapy for smoking and has been known to help with attention and impulse control in certain patient populations. I was told that, you know, it would help with the sleepiness and it did. It was like night and day. I was finally felt like I could function like a normal person again. I felt like the combination of the Stratera and the Albutrin were working well together, but I still had like this nagging feeling that I was missing out on something if I didn't at least try a stimulant. I knew that Stratera was working, but there are also potentials for liver issues, so I was having to take uh, my doctor, she was very careful about it, and so she would add in an extra liver panel in my yearly blood work for my, you know, my annual yearly well visit to make sure that my liver wasn't being damaged. And then, back that up even more, my pharmacogenomic testing came back that I was a rapid metabolizer, which explained why if I missed a pill one day or on the weekends, I would start to immediately tell the difference. Typically, they say it takes days for it to be completely out of your system. Well, it didn't feel like that for me. It took weeks or even months to notice a real significant difference when I first started taking it, and only a couple of days for it to feel like it was going away. Vivance was the next thing. It's also um, known as Lydes Lidexamphetamine dimesylate. I am horrible at these um, Terms but It's a central nervous system Stimulant or CNS So it's a treatment for ADHD Which is also used for binge eating disorder It was the first Stimulant I tried as I waited For the genetic test results to come in Um, Something I would note Is that if you are on An MAOI inhibitor or have used one within two weeks it does say do not use Vivance. remember that if you have an MAOI inhibitor. Um, I asked to try this one because I had seen so many people in the support groups were having good results and speaking so highly about it and it was supposed to last like eight to ten hours. I noticed immediately the difference in the focus I had at work it was wonderful. I was getting things done. I was marking them off my checklist. I was replying the emails instead of getting to them later, like always later. I was calling people back. Um, it was really amazing for me. The only problem was I felt like it was wearing off on the way home. And by the time I got home, I felt like I was crashing. I was anxious and irritable and snapping in my family, not being able to be around them when all they wanted to do was say hi because they hadn't seen me all day. My kids wanted to tell me about their day and it was just too much for me to go from traffic to the house with the excited kids and cooking and a TV and talking in the background. It was just full sensory overload. So my doctor took me off the Wellbutrin, which now though, looking back, I I wonder if it would have helped with the crash if I had stayed on the Mobutrin. That's actually a pretty good question I should ask my doctor about. Um, I think if I remember it right, I started on 20 milligrams to make sure it didn't have any side effects and then went up to 30 milligrams, which is the most common starting ground, I believe, for Vyvanse. As much as I was loving it, though, during the day, it was just... I was even taking it at 10 a.m. I wasn't even taking it first thing in the morning like they tell you to, and by 6, it's gone and crashing, and that's not even 10 hours, so that wasn't working for me. I needed something that would get me through work and the first part of the evening when I'm at home. Adderall XR was number four medication that I tried. It is amphetamine and dextroamphetamine mixed salts. So it's a combination of two stimulants. It's used to treat ADHD and narcolepsy. I noticed that the Adderall seemed to have a lot of drug interactions, more than the rest of them. Check your medications against the list of interactions and with your doctor just to be safe or any new medications that you get prescribed. Um, Just make sure you check the list and check with your pharmacist to be even more sure. Um, I think this is the point where I'd already received my test results back, found out about the Stratera, the SSRIs, antidepressant medications not working. Um, The test did reveal that methylphenidate had the highest probability of success, but also that it had the highest risk of adverse side effects. Taking that information into consideration, my doctor and I landed at Adderall. So when Adderall, when I was on it for the first time, I really, I heard mention that term of authorized generic. That was about the first time I heard it and why this term was so important, but we'll come back to that in a little bit. I promise. Um, that's what this episode's about anyway. So I tried a few different dosages of Adderall and added the Wellbutrin back into the mix. I'm not sure if it just didn't work f- or if it just made things worse. I felt like I was on a tailspin and couldn't do anything. At work, I couldn't focus or motivate myself to do anything. It was so bad. I couldn't imagine how there were people that this worked for because it was just so awful for me. Um, I couldn't remember what things were like before the Stratera at this point because it had been almost two years. But I didn't feel like it had been that bad as they seemed on the Adderall I think I made it two months on Adderall. I tried two different doses and that was it. I was done. I couldn't keep functioning like that after knowing how much I could do with something that did work like Vyvanse or even Stratera. Um, But keep in mind, this is one where they say that the difference between an authorized generic and a generic is important. We will circle back to that. Uh, The last medication I've tried and the one that I'm still currently on is Concerta. Um, this is methylphenidate, HCL, also known as Ritalin, methylene metadate, and there's a ton of others that have types of methylphenidate brands. Um, it's used to treat the same thing as Adderall, so ADHD and narcolepsy in much of the same way. It's a um, CNS, central nervous system stimulant. I was leery at this point. It's, you know... Two and a half years and nothing thing is really what I want it to be. At this point, I was just ready to say screw it and go back to Stratera. Despite the potential liver problems and the high doses that I would need to take it for it to be effective. I was um, also scared because what if this was the one, but I had these really horrible side effects like the DNA test report said that I could potentially have? The one that scared me the most of the side effects, I think, was vomiting. I absolutely hate vomiting. I would rather the other way than vomiting. And then there was the potential for vision problems. I like being able to see. So, yet I'm not a fan of vision problems being a side effect. But, you know, I didn't really want that. Most of the other common side effects. I felt like I either already experienced them or wasn't too worried. Talked it out with my doctor and, you know, despite my crazy ramblings, she's not fired me as a patient yet and in fact is very patient and understanding. I can't tell you guys enough how lucky I am to have my doctor and I hope that you all are lucky enough to have a doctor as awesome as I do. I ultimately decided that I would try it and if I noticed anything wonky, I would just Stop it immediately and we try something else. Maybe go back to Vivance and see if adding the Wellbutrin would work or a short-term stimulant, I don't know, something. But the first month I took it, I was given a generic. Okay, I already knew a little bit about authorized generics versus generics, but this is when I really started figuring things out. But again, that's for later, and I promise it won't be too much longer. But um, So I waited a week by week and didn't really notice anything, no side effects, but I didn't really notice a whole lot of improvement either. The next month, I got the authorized generic, and it was night and day, the difference that it made, because it actually felt like it was working now. However, the third month I was on it, which is right now, I was put on a different generic from a different company. And this one seems to be working, so, you know, I'm okay with that. The only thing I've really noticed is my binge eating seems to be back, and I'm exhausted again. So I'm going to be going back and talking to my doctor about that to see what we can do. It might be that I need to go back up on the Wellbutrin. I don't know. It might be part of, I think, Concerta, one of the or a lot of the side effects, or it can make mental health issues worse, like anxiety or depression. going to see what we can do about that. Sorry, guys, but you can tune out for a minute, because this next bit concerns lady stuff. So as a woman, this could be due also to the fluctuations in hormones. So I noticed that like a week before my period, I was so down and hormonal and my anxiety has just been getting me worked up more than normal and my binge eating that I usually have like you know that week before you start has just been like tenfold worse than it's been in a really long time but again this could be you know Wellbutrin or I just need to adjust my dose of the Concerta since you know like I said the worsening health issues include depression can be a side effect. Or it could just be, you know, normal hormone fluctuations. But I haven't noticed this previously. So, again, we'll see. It's a different authorized generic, different day, whatever. All right, guys, you can come back now. <laughs> um, so now that everybody's all caught up, let's get to kind of the good stuff. So I've dropped all these hints. I've mentioned here and there about authorized generics versus generics. It's the title of the episode. I'm going to give you fair warning that what follows may bore you to tears with scientific blah, blah, blah. But I promise that you will want to listen. Most of the information I am giving you can be applied to any medication, not just ADHD medications. Well, all medications that have generics anyway. What may surprise you the most to learn is that many of the medical professionals that I have had to deal with didn't know or understand what the difference was and i was informing nurses and pharmacy staff and even got in a little bit of an argument with a pharmacist about what the difference was between an authorized generic and a regular generic there's gonna be quite a few definitions probably i've already had some i promise this is the one episode that i am most excited about though to get it out because i really hope it saves you a lot of time a lot of frustration that I had to deal with in doing all of this research for myself. Um, I was lucky enough to actually, I met someone at the ADHD conference at one of the um, sessions who had gone through the exact same thing that I had and had, you know, we were comparing notes on all of the research that we did and we had gone to the same sites and found came to the same conclusions. It was really kind of funny that we had done it all within the same like month or so time period. And he was in California and I was, you know, here in Kentucky. It will help you, I promise. Okay, so an authorized generic as described by the FDA, and there will be a link to where that is on the show notes, An approved brand name drug that is marketed without the brand name on its label, other than the fact that it does not have the brand name on its label, it is the exact same drug product as the branded product. I repeat, exact same drug. An authorized generic may be marketed by the brand name company or another company with the brand company's permission. So in some cases, even though it is the same as the brand name product, a company may choose to sell the authorized generic at a lower cost than the brand name drug. So what this means is that if your insurance won't pay for the brand name, you can possibly still get the authorized generic because it's a generic and it'll be cheaper. This is why it's important to know the difference between authorized generic and generic. So let's recap. So a brand name drug and an authorized generic are the same thing. Made by the same company, but sold by different companies. They have the exact identical active ingredients, inactive ingredients, size, shape, smell, taste, mouthfeel delivery system, etc. A generic is a copy of a brand name drug developed and made by another company. The brand did not make this drug. Another company did. So repeat, a generic is a copy of a brand name drug developed and made by another company that does not make the name brand. So what does this mean? It means the active ingredients are the same. The conditions that it treats are the same. The dosage form, whether it's pill, capsule, tablet, syrup, et cetera, are the same. Also the strength, route of administration, and parts of the labeling are the same. Okay, so if everything's the same, then what, what, what's the difference, right? Excellent question the inactive ingredients and sometimes even the delivery system or the way that the medication is released from the pill capsule into your system like is the case with the Concerta can be different remember this is the thing to remember so a brand company like Janssen Pharmaceuticals who manufactures Concerta will sell of the drug to another company and they will sell The exact drug that Janssen Pharmaceuticals makes, they'll like give them a truckload of it or something and they sell it. So Concerta, I think right now, the only one is Patriot Pharmaceuticals. Janssen sells it to Patriot. Patriot sells it as a generic. So they've licensed Janssen to be able to sell it. Or Janssen has licensed Patriot Pharmaceuticals to sell it. So when you get your generic medication from the pharmacy... If it says Patriot as the manufacturer, more than likely you're getting the authorized generic from the brand company. That was a lot, so I'm going to kind of leave it here so as not to overwhelm or bore you too much. In the next episode, I want to really get into how the differences between the two, the authorized generics and the generics, can change how the medication works for you. Some, there's not much difference, but others, like I've noticed with the Concerta, it makes all the difference in the world, you know, and many people will tell you this too, especially the case with Adderall and Concerta. And again, I agree with this from personal experience. Until next time, digest all of that. Look it up if you don't believe anything. Check out the links from the show notes and I promise you'll want to listen to the next episode too because I want to try and break down how you can find out these differences and what you need to do to ask your pharmacist and your doctor and your insurance company to give you permission and to get this medication for you because there are certain things that you have to ask and make sure of with your insurance company. Your doctor has to write the script a certain way. The pharmacy, you have to ask for a specific number for them to find out if they have it, and then sometimes they can have it and then change their contract in the middle of the year. So there's all of these pieces that go together and I'm gonna explain all of that. So please stay tuned and I'll check you out next time. Thank you for listening to Excuse My ADHD. If you like what you hear, don't forget to please subscribe, rate, and leave an awesome review show notes and social media links are available at www.excusemyadhd.com. Until next time.